Broncos coming after Barr. Throws it over the middle, intercepted in front. The first championship for John Elway and the Denver franchise. The crowd goes crazy. Jokic has a triple-double. Intercepted by Colorado. Dion figures. Colorado has defeated Notre Dame 10-9. It's Spanning Colorado sports, college and pro, it's time for Clark and Company. Brought to you by Argonaut on behalf of the Other Side Academy Addiction Services with Michael Clark. National, regional, and local voices on Clark and Company are heard on the winnersandwiners.com hotline. Backed by popular demand, the universe's most unusual and exotic Super Bowl prediction segment. I'm Michael Clark. We've done this in the past on ESPN Radio. We're moving to podcast to do it, and we will have a live tarot and astrological reading on the air. This is the Wednesday night before Super Bowl to predict the outcome of the game. Uh, we've done this in the past on ESPN Radio, where my radio partner for many years, so often was Mark Knudsen, former Major League Baseball player, columnist for WoodyPage.com as well. And uh, welcome, Mark. Well, it's great to be here, Michael, Michael on the very first Clark & Company podcast. I think that's that's cool. right. we're, joining, we're joining the new century now. We're doing the, the Clark & Company podcast. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, the radio shows have been carried on podcasts, but they yeah. weren't podcasts. They were radio right. shows. So it's unique. And we've got an incredible matchup. And here to talk about the matchup, and a lot of people are puzzling over this one. A lot of people are not sure who yeah. they think will agree. We bring in the founder of the iconic Mercury Cafe in Denver, Marilyn McGinnity, uh, the Mercury Cafe, well known as a uh, home of live music, spoken word, drama, dance, fine cuisine, and drink. Good morning. Uh, good evening, Marilyn. Hey, thank hey. So we've got a we've got a terrific matchup here. Two evenly matched teams. Two young quarterbacks who are quite accomplished. Two teams that both scored twenty eight point nine points per game in a season. Finished with exactly come into the game at sixteen and three. Same records. The coach of the Chiefs is also the winningest ever coach of the Eagles and took them to the Super. I mean, there are two brothers playing against each other, the Kelsey brothers. There are so many similarities and things that don't differentiate between these teams. But as Marilyn tells us what the stars and the planets uh, and the stars on the field, uh, as well as the planets in the sky. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and the cards that, uh, that tarot cards that come up for these teams, what that means, you and I will give a football meaning to that as best <laughs> we can. All right. Have we, have we ever been right and she ever been wrong? Is that, how, I mean, she's right all the time. We're, we're never right. Yeah, she's been right more than she's been wrong. Absolutely. But, is not infallible, but it's not her. Obviously, it's it's the stars, darn it. The stars. <laughs> we blame we blame the piano, the planets. You know when, when this happens. So, but, uh, been doing this for a while. We've been doing so. Oh, yeah. and, and she's been right much more often than she's wrong. So, yep. uh, Marilyn, tough matchup here. And I know you don't know virtually anything about football or these teams <laughs> except what we've told you. Um, what what what. What, what did you find? Okay, so it's hard to call. And in a way, there's contradictions in the astrology and the tarot. In the astrological chart, for if there's an astrologer out there, it's a four degrees Leo ascendant 
February 12th, 4.30 p.m. Arizona, Glendale, Arizona. To do this, we look at the 10th and the first house for the champion, which I guess the champion or the favored team would be Eagles, according to you. Yeah, they're favored by only a point and a half now. They opened up at two and a half, and now it's gone down to a point and a half. And we look at the fourth house and the seventh house for the challengers, which I guess are the chiefs. So the astrology pretty clearly gives it to the chiefs with the sun in the seventh house for the chiefs and the moon, both luminaries, the most dominant things in an astrology chart in the fourth and seventh house to the chiefs. In the 10th house, which belongs to the eagles, we see the planet Uranus, which is the disruptor or the upset. So with the astrology chart by itself, I would have to call the chiefs. Hmm. Okay, we're going to go to the Tarot, which is interesting because we draw 16 cards from the court cards and the pip cards. And then there's trump cards. And so in the 16 cards for the Eagles... 10 of those cards favor the eagles. We assign swords, which means air, to the eagles because eagles fly around, you know. They fly uh, over water. So swords and cups we've assigned to the eagles. My partner in this is Rana Shesho, and she's done it with me for years. And I do tarot by myself, but Rena's a good friend and a really expert tarot reader, has done it for a living, which I never have. Okay, we assign the chiefs pentacles and wands because pentacles are earth and wands are fire. So the eagles, out of 16 cards, 10 of them are either swords and cups. Only six of them belong to the chiefs with pentacles and wands. Of these 16 cards, the eagles have three that are reversed and the chiefs have three that are that are reversed. Mm. So for the Eagles, that's almost a third of their cards are reversed. But for the Chiefs, it's almost half. And a reversal is just what it sounds like. It means the card is upside down and it may change the outcome. The outcome isn't what it would be if it was right side up. It is reversed. So you said Uranus is a disruptor. That yeah. sounds consistent with what the cards are telling you. Well, the Uranus as the disruptor for the Eagles would be an upset for the Eagles. Mm. But the Eagles have more going on in the Tarot reading by far than the Chiefs. Until we get to the fourth quarter where there's some interesting stuff going on. But let's go through the first quarter. So the first quarter, the first card is the Three of Pentacles. And that, that belongs to the Chiefs. And it means there's... A lot of good plays and teamwork, and they get it done. The second card is also the Chiefs. It's the King of Pentacles, but it's reversed. So it's a strong player that um, there could be a fumble or an injury or a disappointment from a star player. Okay, then we have the next card in the first quarter, Ace of Wands reversed. Okay, and so there may be some arrogance going on here and uh, some kind of a gift. And maybe it's a something like a small play, but it's lost. A small, important play, but it's lost. Do we know which team this refers to? 
this refers to the chiefs. Okay. Okay. Chiefs and then, being arrogant? No. No way. Then the eight of cups <laughs> reversed. <laughs> the eight of cups reversed is the next card. And this belongs to the eagles. And maybe they're choosing to walk away from something that's not working. Hmm. Uh, then we draw a trump card at the end of each quarter. And this one is the star card. And it's one of the most beautiful cards in the tarot. Hmm. And it might mean that everybody's optimistic. <laughs> you can't see that. <laughs> okay, so the second quarter. Podcast, it's not a visual podcast, and it's lucky, probably. That one was quite explicit. All right. The first card in the second quarter shows us the Queen of Cups, which is an Eagles card. And it is a star player with strong skills and subtle, maybe subtle play or um, graceful play. It's a great start to that quarter for the Eagles. The next card is the Three of Wands, which is a Chiefs card. And it's good teamwork again and skill and gives promise. Mm. Okay, I'm just going to back up a little. First quarter doesn't look great for either team. Looks okay. Second quarter, it seems there's an advantage to the Eagles. The third card that I draw is the Knight of Cups reversed. And this is, again, an Eagles card. However, it's reversed. So there's a strong young player in a strong play. And maybe it's a strong run or a strong pass, but it doesn't work. You know, it, it sounds like to me, Mark, that could be Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, came into the league in the NFL, uh, not highly drafted, second no, round. Right. People couldn't pass well enough to be a starting NFL quarterback. And this year he disproved all the doubters. And he's only 24 years old. He's actually three years younger than Patrick Holmes, who's hardly yep. an old man, uh, but a veteran nonetheless. So that sounds like Jalen Hurts to me, Mark. Yeah, you know, Jalen Hurts had had that career at, at Alabama where he was overshadowed by Tua and he was, you know, pulled out of a game and, and kind of went through some some things. Goes to Oklahoma, blossoms and becomes a star at Oklahoma, but he's still always been that guy that's under somebody else's shadow. He's always been the guy that's kind of overlooked. And this year, you're right, Michael, he's just totally come into his own as a star in this league. And this might be a coming out party of sorts for Jalen Hurts. It could be the final proof uh, that he belongs. Does yep. that sound consistent, Marilyn? Well, the next card is the Five of sword. Swords, and uh, it's an Eagles card, and it's one determined person kind of picking up the pieces. And is it a recover from a fumble or an interception? It's um, not the happiest card, but it is a recovery, or there is somebody who has the advantage, and it is an Eagles card. And then... As the trump card that we picked for the second quarter, it is the chariot. And it's the seventh trump card in the deck. So maybe there's something to do with seven points. But it it's some big success at the end of the second quarter. Well, seven, of course, is a key number in football. It means you've scored a touchdown. You've converted. And made the, the extra point unless you're the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> The Chiefs, uh, the the Chiefs, uh, uh, of course, uh, struggle in the red zone on defense. Otherwise, they're they're reasonably strong. But when you get it right in there, they do give up touchdowns. The Chariot, and I could be way off on this since I'm not a Tarot reader. That sounds like the run game, which has been a big example, uh, very earthy, right? Guy riding two horses on a chariot. 
Um, that, that it, it could very well be the run game for Philadelphia, which is considered their strength on offense as opposed to the Chiefs passing game. Okay, third quarter. The Seven of Cups is an Eagles card, and it's kind of a happy card. Um, sometimes it's like your wish comes true, or it's because it's the seven, it's a good follow-up card to that number seven chariot. And uh, the picture shows satisfaction. It can, it's a wishing card though also. Okay, the next card is the Four of Wands reversed, which is the Chiefs, and it's reversed. And normally the Four of Wands is kind of a, oh, let's have a party card. Oh. <laughs> but it's reversed, so uh, there's something disappointing mm. for the Chiefs. And maybe mm. it's a player or a play that is a disappointment. Wow. Okay, the next card is an Eagles card. And that's the Page of Swords or the Princess of Swords. And it's a strong play. It's an Eagles card. And it's a new or young player that does well. Okay. And the second quarter showed an advantage to the Eagles. The third quarter definitely shows you Eagles strength. The fourth card in the third quarter is the Queen of Swords, which is an Eagles card. And... It's a strong player with subtle skill or graceful skill. And being the queen, like when we had the queen in the uh, first quarter, I think it was, whenever it's a queen or a king, it's a powerful, it was in the second quarter. And it was also an eagle's card. Kings or queens, they're the most powerful. Okay. So this is a powerful eagle's card showing grace and skill. And then the trump card that we pulled for that one is the world, which definitely would say that success is in the eagle's grasp. All those, Another card all those things on. we can't show on radio. Well, good thing <laughs> since the two I've shown you are naked ladies. <laughs> Marilyn can say it. <laughs> okay. So, so you're done with the third quarter. Yes. So Chiefs start fast, but the first quarter sounds pretty even. The second and third quarter, middle of the game, the Eagles are taking control here. And that young player you're talking about sounds a lot like Jalen Hurts coming into his own, doesn't it? It does. What do you think, Marilyn? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> telling you the card. She's not a Jalen Hurts fan. What are you talking about? <laughs> she she Who? doesn't care if it's Eagles Who? or Chiefs. Yeah. Who? <laughs> okay, so the fourth quarter. Okay, here we go. Uh, starts out strong for the Chiefs with the Queen of Pentacles. And again, you've got a subtle, graceful, skilled, powerful player in the Queen of Pentacles for the Chiefs. The next card is the Knight of Swords. And you can look at it. It's an Eagles card, and you can see that it's strong and uh, it's fast, good plays by young players. So Patrick Mahomes in there? Yeah. That was an Eagles card. Oh, okay. So that was that was Hurts uh, or Hertz. Uh, yeah. or the running back or uh, yep maybe uh, Jason Kelsey. All right, then the next to beat his brother. The next card we have is also an Eagles card, and it's the Nine of Cups, which is major abundance and emotional happiness and positive community support and spirit. It's a great card for the Eagles. Wow. Mm. Wow. So the Chiefs, known for coming from behind with Mahomes, never out of a game. They could be in some trouble here. Okay, then the fourth card 
for the eagles is the Ten of Swords reversed. And the Ten of Swords is always a terrible card. You can see if it were upright, it would be somebody laying on the ground with Ten Swords in their yeah. back. Oh. Okay, but it's reversed. And whose card is it? This is the Eagles card. Oh, okay. Avoid so, a disaster. Yeah, there's some disaster that happens at the very end of the fourth quarter. It's a scary card, and maybe it's an injury. Because it's reversed, it's still a scary card, but it's a setback or a delay. And mm. so we're at the end of the fourth quarter. So there's a delay, maybe, or an upset. Well, it goes on at the end of the fourth quarter. Hmm. It could definitely, the way you think it's going, be a replay controversy. Or a missed kick of some sort, right? There have been some important games lost yes. because calls weren't made, and now they've tried to remedy that. And uh, yeah, uh, the uh, when you when you say it, it's reversed, here's here's a guy with ten swords in him who's clearly in some trouble. <laughs> right? <laughs> no one wants to be no. lying on the ground with swords coming no. out of their all over their back. So, but reversing it does, still doesn't make it a positive, you're saying. It's still a negative, but not as bad. Right. Okay. And maybe it also yeah. is, I guess, is there a possibility for it to go beyond the fourth quarter? Well, certainly. Uh, certainly there yeah. is. And be overtime. You may, yeah, maybe maybe this averted disaster is a, a, a Kansas City comeback that just falls short. Like, they just hold on. The prevent defense actually works, right? Yeah. It just holds on for dear life. Uh, maybe yeah. it is an overtime situation. They just avoid, be, they avoided losing at the end, of these, and they go to overtime. Like the University of Colorado, when they're about to win a national championship about, against Notre Dame, they kick to the one guy they can't kick right. to, Rocket Ishmael. He returns it for a touchdown, but it gets called oh, back on a penalty. And they narrowly avert losing yes, the national. Yes, that's exactly what a, a <laughs> scenario I was painting. So it could be that, or it could be like, like uh, a delay at the end. And a replay call that reverses a decision on the field that was uh, going to be bad for the Eagles, and now it turns out good. Is that what we're saying? I don't know. It, that that could be. Or well, she's hitting it overtime that... too. Here, Michael, she's hitting an overtime Super Bowl. Well, we have to see if if you did cards for an overtime. Well, maybe. And the trump card that is pulled is the magician. Magician. And so, some magical skill thing. It's a crazy play or a miraculous play. That sounds so much like Patrick Mahomes, doesn't it? It does. Exactly. I agree That's with you, Mark. This guy is just magical. He, he, pull it, pull yeah, it out of him. Even when he's injured, yep. even when he's not 100%. And neither one of these quarterbacks figures to be exactly 100%. Right. Uh, but yeah, but if, if you're looking for that, that's Mahomes all the way, not Hurts. Okay. So most of this reading gives this clearly to the eagles hmm. however there is something funny that happens in the fourth quarter and i don't know whether that changes the outcome or not but wow. there's something very magical happens at the very end of the game wow and uh, of course we think that's patrick mahomes bronco that's fans all. can relate bronco fans know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about with patrick mahomes right <laughs> Yeah, all of the NFC West yep. the last, I don't know how many years. So in the Super Bowl, what, the Chiefs are in the third Super Bowl in four years. That's right. And, uh, uh, and of course, the Eagles are favored. Um, but so, Marilyn, did the cards tell you anything about who actually wins? Uh, it looks like it leans Eagles. It, it, you know, you, you mentioned that um, the astrology leans which way? The astrology leans Chiefs. 
Jeez. we've been upset to the eagles okay okay and the cards are heavily in favor of the eagles and until you get to the very end which something extraordinary could happen mm. and so like you all <laughs> i can't really call this either neither can the odds makers i mean this is just exactly what we want in a super bowl right and Looks like a super tight game from every angle you look at. So, so if we forced you, all right, like you had to make a pick. You are forcing her. On this, Marilyn, <laughs> that the, the stars won't, the planets won't let you read them anymore if you don't make a pick on this game. Well, we, I don't know what else to threaten you with. But uh, <laughs> well, if you with the planets, I'd have to pick the Chiefs. Okay, because the the, the astrology is what dominates for the chiefs the astrology does the tarot dominates for the eagles with something weird happening at the end wow so and we didn't do an overtime you didn't do cards or well that magician thing yeah. is what would happen and yeah. i don't know if it's overtime yep. there's something weird that happens with that ten of swords reversed at the end of the fourth quarter mm -hmm. so if it gets to overtime we'd be we'd be saying magician. we agree with that um, so the only question is, is it overtime? Okay, but so is it overtime if there, if if the Eagles were way ahead when this strange reversal happens, it doesn't go into overtime. Correct. It's only if they're correct, and they seem to to have the advantage in the second, third, and fourth quarters according right. to the cards. Yeah, and the It'll first quarter, uh, it's there's not a clear advantage for either team in the first quarter. Yeah, right. they both play well. But then it switches, and the Eagles start to dominate. And the Eagles have the better offensive line, the best in football. And people would say the Eagles actually have a better defensive line, even though Chris Jones may be the best defensive player on the field, Kansas City's defensive end. People generally would say, I think uh, Mark might agree with me on this, yep. that Eagles have the better have the better uh, uh, defensive end, uh, defensive line to put pressure on the court. The quarterbacks are both key here. And each team is one and two in the league in sacking quarterbacks, uh, <laughs> you know, and throwing them for a loss, tackling them behind the line. So you're hitting the quarterback. And both these guys are playing slightly injured, at least slightly injured. If not yeah. More. Okay. So if they can't play and there's different quarterbacks, what does that mean to you guys? Well, whichever team doesn't have their starter is yeah. going to be a serious disadvantage and won't win. And that's how the Eagles got here in the first place. The 49ers lost all of their quarterbacks. They were they wound up with a, a quarterback playing for them who couldn't pass. And before that, they had a quarterback in the game who was cut by another NFL team, the Denver Broncos, yep. and couldn't even make become the backup quarterback of a really bad football. Right. <laughs> so, and that's how the Eagles won the uh, NFC title to get to the Super Bowl, to win that conference. When you're uh, asking us what... Well, the backup quarterback, though, if, if it's, especially if it's only for part of the game, uh, I mean, name Chad Henney did a decent job in his one relief little spurt mm -hmm. there in the AFC Championship game for Ch for Kansas City. Gardner Minshew has had his moments, right? I, I mean, I don't know that these guys are terrible. He did start two games. He's not going to be green doing that. He was a starter in the league right. for a while. Right. But he's he's played for the Eagles recently because when Hurts got hurt. But the Eagles lost both those games. That's right. So, to the so Giants, I, they dominated with Hurts and to the, to the Cowboys. That's right. So, honestly, you're right, Michael. If either team loses their quarterback for any length of time, they're in trouble. Could they handle it for a, 
you know, a little portion of the game like Kansas City did last last time, perhaps. But both those guys mm-hmm. are like, couldn't be more important to their teams. Yeah. And and we're only focusing on the quarterbacks. You know, Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs would be a devastating loss as well. Yep. Um, they're not going to have one of their receivers, McCall Hardman, but uh, uh, and they haven't depended on the running game. Um, the, for the uh, for the Eagles, they have such an array of weapons. I don't know if there's one guy that devastates that team except the quarterback. Yep, I agree. Hey, Michael, let me ask you this: What has Maryland told you that might twist things around for you as far as who you're picking? Well, uh, yeah, let's do our picks. Yeah, you, you got to if you got to put you threaten her, make you got to put money on this based on what she just told you. You got to put money on this now. What you know and what you just learned. Where, where's your money going? Here we go. Um, I, this reminds me of the Super Bowl when the Broncos played the Carolina Panthers, and I said, "Really, yeah, Panthers look invincible, but who have they played compared to who the Broncos have played?" And the Eagles. You know, both these teams got a buy in the first round. They had the best records in their conferences, yep. exactly the same record, in fact. Um, but then they played a Giants team that was woefully undermatched against them, and they just ran them off the field once they had their their quarterback, the Eagles. And then they played the 49ers who don't have a quarterback, and it's no contest. Yep. Whereas the Chiefs beat the other team. Uh, the Chiefs have won seven in a row now. The other team that might be the hottest team in the NFL in the Bengals, who looked invincible. And their and their quarterback looked like he was ready to be in the conversation to be the best quarterback in the NFL. And the Chiefs somehow found a way to win a very very tough game. Yep. And they're battle tested. And they've been here three out of four years. And they've performed under pressure. And this is the first time Jalen Hurts has been on a stage like this ever. And Mahomes is young guy at twenty seven. Third time he's on this stage. Yep. I'm picking the Chiefs. 24-21, a surprisingly low-scoring game where each quarterback is a little bit not 100%. Uh, and so that was my feeling was go for the upset on, on this one. And uh, Mark, now I'm going to go. On. Well, you said something key. You said three out of four years, and I think that is the key to this game, in my opinion. The experience factor, the been-there-done-that factor that the Chiefs mm-hmm. have over the Eagles. Um, Eagles, there's no question the Eagles were the best team in the NFC, and they proved it, and they did everything right. But you're right about this stage. The stage changes things a little bit. Based on what Maryland told us, and she's never wrong, I'm going to say that the, the Chiefs pull some a rabbit out of their hat in the fourth quarter. And la- right down to the wire, Chiefs kick a field goal. They win 30 to, 20, 30 to 28. The Chiefs win and the game Mahomes, at the very end. And the Mahomes completes a yes. diving or falling Mahomes down does the something miraculous, some kind of miracle play that he's known right for. on the money. And he's, but, he's done some athletic thing right. that, who, that no one could have foreseen. Right. Some underhand pass, something the magician, only a magician would do. And, and she kind of confirmed that for me. That So I think it's going to be something Mahomes does at the very end. When his team's been outplayed for most of the game, and we've seen the Chiefs win games like that before, when they've been outplayed oh. most of the game, and, yeah. and they pull something out at the end. Pull, Pat, uh, Patrick Mahomes pulls a rabbit out of his hat, and the Chiefs win it 30-28. to 28. So we're going to give the founder of the iconic Mercury Cafe the last word here. You've heard Mark and I talk about it. You know what the, what the uh, planets and the uh, cards tell you, and uh, and the other experts that you've consulted in your world. What do you have a final comment? You guys are persuasive, <laughs> and you agree with the astrology. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you won't find us disagreeing with astrology very nope. often, right? <laughs> nope, nope, we're not dumb. We've been around too long to do that. <laughs> so, especially not on this show. That's when right. are your stays? Well, you know, I'm a double cancer. I, 
I always say I'm a cancer. I tend to grow on people. Uh, it's jokes don't though. And I'm a Scorpio. Okay. So I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. But what are your birthdays? July 2nd. October 28th. 5.48 a.m. <laughs> and when, when's your birthday, Mark? October 28th. October 28th. Huh? What does and that have days, to do with the Super Bowl? <laughs> my sister. And you know what I always said about my sister was October 30th. I, I always said she was born the day before Halloween, but you can't tell. Uh, comedy hour. I miss Hopefully it. Hopefully she doesn't hear this. That's right. <laughs> You're getting along right now. So, all right. So, have we persuaded you, or are you going to stick with the uh, cards? Well, again, the Eagles dominate the game in the Tarot, but something strange happens in the end of the fourth quarter that could reflect yep. the astrological upset that we've seen. Wow. That is so wow. on script. That yeah. is so on script that, for Patrick Mahomes. That so makes sense to me in terms of how I was thinking about this game. To me. Yep. That that ending, that surprise ending, and and somebody with swords coming out of their body, you know, all, all stuck, you know. Yes. Yeah, well, maybe there's a pile-on sort of thing at the end. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That could Let's be. hope it's not controversial, though. We've had enough of that in this postseason. But it could be controversial. It could be heartbreaking, you know, when teams yeah. play well enough to win. And we've seen this in Super Bowl over and over. And then somehow they, they make a, a mistake yep. that proves fatal. And the other team gets an opening and takes advantage of. We saw the Falcons lose a Super Bowl that way. We've yep. seen uh, other teams blow yep. leads like that. Well, at the end of this reading, uh, Rena suggested I pick a number to pull a trump card, uh, mm. Mm. which was outside the normal way of doing this reading. So I picked number nine, nice. and that is the trump card, the hermit. And it's somebody in a sad sort of contemplative situation sad and contemplated yeah and how a wise person oh. uh isolated alone the hermit yeah yeah oh. how do you apply that to well whoever loses is going to feel bad it's going to be the hermit <laughs> no one's going to want to talk to them but they don't want anybody to talk to them <laughs> but, go away. that was outside the normal reading so okay. <laughs> all right out of bounds yeah. <laughs> as they say in football <laughs> maybe it's us because we <laughs> didn't call it well at all yeah we, no. we may be hiding after this right all right we're we're going with the chiefs and uh maryland's given plenty of plenty of encouragement to both sides <laughs> agreed agreed which is what we hope for right we don't want to blow out super bowl we want a, a, a nip and tuck roller coaster kind of game so sounds we do good. indeed sounds you're good. watching the time for us i, I would yeah I would we got to wrap it up here pretty quick all right. So first time, the universe's most exotic and unusual Super Bowl prediction show comes to podcast. And we've taken it off radio and we've come to podcast. He's Mark Knudsen, former Major League Baseball player, uh, also the uh, columnist for WoodyPage.com, read nationally. I'm Michael Clark, former host of Clark and Company on ESPN Radio Denver. And Marilyn McGinnity, founder of the iconic Mercury Cafe, we sign off and say, uh, hopefully your stars and your cards are all touchdowns this year. See ya. <laughs>